Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. All a friendly reminder, become a go to gophnx.com and you can get one of these very cool BTFD shirts right there with the Tucson skyline. The cactus looks very cool. Sorry, I was pointing in the wrong direction. That's why we have Ben White here. Anthony Jamino will join us uh, here shortly. Um, but Ben. This was a massive, massive, massive win for the University of Arizona. And it's not a game that you felt like the Wildcats were going to win. But when that missed field goal happened from Colorado right there, you felt like Noah Fito was going to be able to move, move him down the field. And uh, he did just that. Well, that's why he's the quarterback. Definitely a game that kept you on the edge of your seat. Arizona struggled most of that first half defensively. Couldn't really get a pass rush going. Couldn't really do anything well on both sides of the ball. Even on the special teams, there were some coverage question marks when it comes to some of the returns that Colorado had. Arizona definitely had their wall of... uh, backs pinned against the wall right. and uh it was a game where you know as time went on momentum really wasn't on their side the majority of the game it was tough for them to establish a run it was really tough for them just to get anything going offensively and going into that fourth quarter you know there were so- several opportunities for them to get ahead of it you know go up by seven or ten but they just didn't seem to take advantage of it and then Right when the time was right, I mean, you saw that missed spot, which I'm sure we'll get into, and then you saw Arizona get the ball back. They marched down the field. They come up with some big stops. I thought that third down call to get Arizona first and goal, that fadeaway throw to Lemonius Craig was brilliant. I thought that was fantastic, drawing the clock down. And as a result, Arizona was able to go out there and kick the uh, chip shot field goal and a heck of a win by the Wildcats. And this felt like the kind of game that Arizona always loses in the past. A big part of it, too, was that uh, uh, Tedaroa McMillan, obvious first down right, where he catches the ball, he's pushed backwards, and somehow that doesn't end up as a first down. Pac-12 refs, whatever you want to call it right there, but we got karma coming back on our end. Also, Arizona did not do themselves any favors in this game. That was the other impressive thing. Defensively, Ben, this team excuse me, defensively and from a special teams perspective, these guys gave Colorado a short field literally the entire game. Arizona was uh, Arizona was dealing from a deficit. Now, granted, it was a uh, self-imposed deficit, but they didn't do themselves many favors this entire game. 
No, they didn't. And that's what's so remarkable about this performance and, and really what we've seen this year. And I think this was really the first game where you looked at somebody like Noah Fafita and you thought to yourself, OK, this is going to be the bad game. This is going to be the game from a freshman standpoint where you don't play as well. It's on the road. There's a lot of hype. Colorado's not the best team, but I'm sorry, man. When you've got Shadur Sanders at quarterback, I don't care how bad the offensive line is. I don't care how undisciplined the defense is with all these penalties we saw tonight. When you've got that guy faced up against your defense, he's special and and things can happen when you have a quarterback like that. And you saw it tonight, 262 yards, two touchdowns. Arizona, for whatever reason, just wasn't able to get a consistent pass rush. And he made them pay the majority of that game. It didn't help that Fafita wasn't really all that accurate on most of his throws. But you like what they say in football, Mike, is, you know, you come together at the right times. You've put everything together on all three phases, you know, and you're able to win this game. I thought, you know, from a defensive standpoint, I thought the secondary had a really tough time tonight. I thought somebody like Travis Hunter was really giving them fits. But again, you got to give it to the Wildcats for really being able to put everything together. And I think it showed, too, that, you know, they were the more composed team tonight. Yes. I mean, how many penalties did Colorado have, especially there in that fourth quarter that put them in some really bad spots? And Arizona State, cool. They were the poised team. And as a result, that's why they won this game. All right, don't worry, Nick Howard. He said, I'm here for Tony's takes. Tony will be joining us. He's having to file a story that dweeb, but we will uh, we'll get to we will obviously get to him. Um also, Ben, at this stage in the game with Noah Fafita, even though he didn't play his best game, there is just something wildly awesome about this kid. The second half, and I tweeted this out there. And I mean this, there is not an underclassman quarterback in the country that I would rather have over this young man and just want mm. nothing, nothing folds him. And the big difference to me in this game, especially in the first half, is that when his, when he wasn't connecting on these passes, you also noticed, though, that he didn't do the things that get you into trouble. He didn't have the bad turnovers. He didn't have the, uh, the you know, the pick six going the other way where you yep. all already have to deal with that. There was none of that from him. And again, that's just something he was clearly born into this situation. He's ready for it. And you lose Jacob Cowling late in the game. Didn't yep. matter. You found an AJ Jones. You obviously went back to T-Mac. You get Jonah Coleman. This was a group effort, but that young man under center is something special. It is. I mean, and we've seen it going back the last four weeks. I think that USC game and in, in triple OT was really the telling point and just all these wins. He's poised. He does not play like a freshman. He's obviously a smaller guy, but from a talent standpoint, he's got all the tools. And if you're an Arizona fan, you should selfishly be thankful because the guy was three or four inches taller. He's not here, Mike. He's somewhere right. else. He's at Alabama. He's at a top school. He's a special kid. And we've talked about this offense and we've talked about this roster all year, just with the construction of it. You have a good offensive line. You have a plethora of running backs, which I'm sure we're going to get to in more detail here that can do so many things for you. Even if the quarterback is struggling, even if there are times throughout the game where maybe a pass isn't getting completed that it should, or, you know, Fafita is feeling a little bit rattled here and there, which he certainly did the good majority of this game. You have guys that are out there to help you. I mean, they right. were able to give the ball to Coleman, who, by the way, isn't getting the ball enough. 
despite the fact that he was fantastic tonight, you were able to get the ball in space down the field to somebody like T-Mac. And you were a couple plays away from being right in this game every single time Arizona was in a tough spot. And I think that's what was so remarkable about it, because how easy would it be for Arizona to quit when they're not able to get any pass rush? Shadur Sanders is doing crazy things out there and Colorado is able to build a nice little cushion lead there at points. But Arizona didn't give up. They had the personnel that the defense, you know, despite the struggles, I thought from a pass rush standpoint, they really stepped up there in the second half. And that's the beauty of having such a well-balanced roster is you have a number of different guys who can do different things. And when somebody struggles, you know what they do? They pick up that guy and, and they bring him back up. And that's what you saw tonight. All right, Tony Gimino has entered the equation. Don't worry, we've had multiple people ask about Tony's takes. Tony's takes will come here. But Anthony, fresh off the presses, Arizona wins a game. I know that you've been calling for a few more carries from Jonah Coleman. It seems like they were listening. Overall, what were the G-Dogs thoughts? Well, that, I think that one of the best kind of games to win is the one where you don't lead until the finals, final play. Right. I mean, it's a great, it's that one. I mean, every, you know, probably you and Cher didn't, but you know, some people were talking like this was a little bit of a trap game this week. And, you know, I thought Colorado was going to be dangerous because they were that um, kind of cornered wounded animal. They really right. needed this to get ball eligible. Obviously they've got, and I tweeted during the game, they remind me of last year's Arizona team. They've got multiple, multiple flaws, but they're good enough on offense to give right. a lot of teams trouble. And they did for like three quarters. I mean, Arizona's defense, this was one of their more lackluster performances. Mm -hmm. Credit to Sanders and Hunter, five-star right. pitch-catch combination. All the credit to them. That's why they're dangerous. Um, but Colorado's last score came with like three and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. The defense, so when again, it came down to it, the defense did its job. And th this isn't the first time that's happened either. I mean, you think about the Washington game where Arizona gave up 21 points in the first two quarters. Well, that's also known as the first half. And right. you thought that uh, this is going to be one of those 40 point games. You give up 10 points in the second half. Arizona, Ben, has been able to shorten things up when they've needed to shorten things up. Yeah, I mean, they know how to play from behind. I mean, you, you see it going back the last five or six weeks, starting with, with Washington, like you mentioned, carrying it over to USC. And, you know, they did a really good job, too, I think, of when they were in timely spots where maybe things didn't go their way. I thought that spot was terrible when T-Mac was called short of the first down. He was easily four or five yards ahead of that marker. Um, third and two, Arizona didn't get it. They punted, but they were able to come back. There was a big play on defense that got them the ball back. A couple other things, right? I mean, Shadur burned them time and time again. So there were just a lot of playmakers on the Colorado side of the ball. And despite the struggles by the defense, Arizona was able to, to come back and, and stay poised. And I think... You know, when you're able to do that and, you know, when you find yourself in situations where, you know, you're not playing the best football in all three phases, like we've hammered here and here to begin the show, it's really easy to find yourself in a deficit. And they didn't really have much of a deficit just because they were able to stay out there, be composed and, and move the ball when they needed to. I mean, you've got a number of different guys and that field goals is what came down to it. And, uh, you know, this team has just so many different ways that they can win ball games. And like Anthony said, they didn't lead up until, you know, the clock hit zero. And that's certainly something you couldn't say about a lot of teams in the yeah. past. So Tony, Mike, can I, can I drop a stat on you? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, of course. No, of co- now, go. today, Arizona outscores Colorado 17-7 in the second half. Mm-hmm. But for the mm-hmm. season, Arizona's 168-75. and 75 Wow, wow. I mean, wow. just think about two years ago. Right. Two years yeah. ago. We were talking about how, boy, I mean, if, if this podcast existed that long ago. It did. Kind of did it. Did it? Oh, it did. It did. did mm-hmm. it? Yeah, no, R- well, Richard moved on from me by then. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so at that time, I'm sure you were talking about, hey, you know what? Arizona played great for three quarters, mm-hmm. and then it's, they fell apart. They couldn't. Right. They withered. They fizzled. They they couldn't hold up physically in the fourth quarter. Like I said, every every negative thing we said about Arizona two years ago, they fixed. Right. It's really amazing. It, it, it's it's remarkable what he's done all the way across the ball. All right, Tony, I also want to get your takes on – I can't say that without saying – Anthony, I can't – I want to get your takes on uh, Noah Fafita here in a second. But first, BetMGM. All right, everybody out there, you are all smarter than me. You might not be smarter than Tony or Ben, but you're definitely smarter than me. But every now and then I get something right. Told you the last two years on the BetMGM Sportsbook app, here's what you need to do. You need to take the over because Vegas is still behind on Arizona. Last year's two and a half. Poppycock, my friends, rubbish. Five wins. This year, I said five wins going way over. The BetMGM Sportsbook app is where it's at. Sign up for BetMGM. Um, uh, use bonus code PHNX, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. You'll receive $200 in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details. Let's hear Mr. Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, and like, to- and uh, Anthony's not a guy that, uh, that doesn't like. He doesn't like going out on a limb too much, but he has told me that he likes these BTFD shirts right here. Go oh. check them out at the uh, gophnx.com. Get in that locker right there, my friend. These things are going like hotcakes. And again, if you want to look really cool with them, why don't you get a pair of Shady Rays as well? All right, Shady Rays. Ben White has a pair of Shady Rays, and if he doesn't, he's lying because Ben White is a cool, cool person. Shady Rays, though. Um, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, Noah Fafita, Matt Mulebach, what is what is that guy now? He compared uh he compared uh Noah Fafita to Jason Gardner. I don't and again, I like hyperbole. Tony doesn't like hyperbole. Ben is in the middle when it comes to it. I think there's more Mike Bibby to him and that there is just a cool, calm factor that you're not getting too high, you're not getting too low, but you feel really good that you can win that game with no feet out there, Tony, than Ben. Maybe there's a little Kylan Boswell comparison. Uh-huh, maybe, yeah. mm-hmm. well, maybe you could do that too. Um, yeah, when when Matt first said that about uh, the Jason Gardner comparison, only like only Matt would come up with that, mm-hmm. but it felt right. Right. You know, I think uh, Noah's Noah's has to do some more things before we elevate him to the Mike Bibby territory. No, he doesn't. We just yeah. did it. There he is. There he does. 
Yeah, right, I, I, I think I think the Boswell comparison is a little they bit more spot on. Comparison all day, but what Noah did, I mean, a lot of a lot of previous Arizona quarterbacks would have lost this game. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Obviously, it's... not his uh, not his best game, especially in the first half. But you know, I haven't broken down the second half stats, but he was pretty good in the second half. Uh, he was really good in the second yeah. half, even, yeah. even without cowing for almost all the fourth quarter. Yeah, he did that without cowing. And again, yeah. T Mac, is it also fair to say at this point, this is the best wide receiver in school history? Tedaro mm-hmm. McMillan. I know that Dennis, yeah, I'm I mean, always biased towards sure. Dennis. He surpassed Dennis, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, talent wise, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What I also like was very intrigued by in this game, Ben, was Arizona's ability to to continue to run the ball whenever they wanted to run the ball. Jonah Coleman, DJ Williams, even our guy Fam got in there a little bit, didn't have the game that we obviously would like. But again, they kind of bullied uh, Colorado, especially in the second half. Yeah, they, I think they realized in that second half that, you know, football games are won and lost at the line of scrimmage. And with as bad as the offensive line is, clearly one of the worst in the country. I mean, Arizona was able to not only run the ball, but find a presence on defense, I think, up front that they just didn't have in that first half. Coleman, 11 carries, 179 yards. As great as it was, you would have loved to seen another 10 to 12 carries on top of that. And you got to give credit to that line. I mean, Polito had some amazing blocks there, especially, Mm -hmm. I think, to those two long runs. I mean, they were created, I mean, by and large because of him and what he was able to do. And Coleman is just that big bowling ball guy. But he sneaks up on you because he's got a little jet on him that you wouldn't necessarily think with somebody built the way he is. So he's fantastic. And I think Williams is your clear number two, as you saw tonight with the two touchdowns, just being really effective in the red zone. And again, what have we talked about over the last year that Arizona really struggled with the last couple of years? Scoring in the red zone. And when Arizona found its opportunities to get in the red zone, it made the most of it. And I think, you know, that's really indicative, too, of the way the game ended, getting the ball to Craig there and, you know, forcing the first and goal able to run the clock down and and win that game. So a lot of good things up front for Arizona in that fourth quarter when it mattered most. Anthony, um, the one thing I didn't like about this game, I didn't like the lead up about was and if uh, was Taylor Upshaw, if you're going to do what you did right there, then you've got a ball out in games like this. I didn't like that. Um, he didn't do anything in this game besides getting a rougher than pass or penalty. I don't like mm-hmm. kids putting stuff out. Like he put out on social media, the Mike Tyson thing. I'm going to make you my, you know what? And then you do absolutely nothing. That to me is not good. And if you are going to do it, you better get three sacks. Yeah, that's, you know, you're probably better off just avoiding that completely. Yes. I mean, that's, I think obviously Jed kind of lets his guys do do their thing on social media, but yeah, you have to you have to back that up and just let your play do the talking. I mean, I don't did Lamonius Craig say much this week? No, no, he had a right. pretty good game. This was his best game. This was his best game. I think yeah. he heard Tony Gimino's text to me. Just saying. No problem. I'm just I'm just saying right there. Also, breaking news right here. Right? Anthony, you're still in the breaking news business. Charles Kelly is out as Colorado defensive coordinator. That's oh, a funny joke. Wow. No, it's just a joke. All oh, right. Joke. That's amazing. Though. But that's but, uh, you know, but it wouldn't surprise us if that was the case. <laughs> yeah. With this college football season. Right. That that would not be like, oh, my God, you really got me there. That could definitely happen. 
Oh, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And we'll we'll get we'll get to Dion a little bit there. The defense, though, again, there's just something. And I thought of you immediately when they showed Dwayne Aquina. Um, I don't Ooh. know if you saw it. I think it was some midway through the third uh-huh. or the fourth quarter. Ben White and I were uh, texting back and forth. And Dwayne Aquina goes running out there on the field, just starts uh-huh. yelling at all the players. 66 going on 16. Oh he has God. been such a godsend to this defense. Again. Uh, Johnny Nansen almost said Charlie Manson. Johnny Nansen has done a really, really good job with this defense, but man, it's nice having Dwayne Aquina back there as well. Yeah. I mean, he's got all that energy. Um, he's got all that expertise. Right. And, um, you know, I got, uh, a lot of, uh, social media likes or whatever. When, uh, Paulson Adebo, the kid from Stanford had a big, in, in the NFL last week, he had like a fumble recovery and interception and something else. So I don't know. Um, but I was like, that doesn't shock me at all because he's a Dwayne Aquino ex- disciple. Right. And Dwayne's got the longest and best DB resume of anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, let's make fun of Sheer but, real quick. I yeah. was uh, When uh, Dwayne Aquino was hired, and again, granted, Sheer doesn't go back long term like uh, the G-Dog or, my, or uh, even myself. <laughs> but uh, I said, this is a fantastic hire. And he says, oh, he says, you don't need it. You don't need another uh, old guy that can't relate. And I said, no, 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 no. If he's taking this job, he's taking this job because Dwayne Aquina doesn't go, as the kids say, he doesn't half step out there. Dwayne Aquina has taken that full step, Anthony Jamino. Yeah. The only thing I kind of regret about Dwayne's career is that I wish he would have had an opportunity to be a head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he would have loved to have been the head coach at Hawaii and was kind of up for that a couple of times. Um, I think if I recall correctly, he was, they were trying to put together um, a kind of a coaching package of that involved a lot of UA alums and UA coaching alums when Kevin Sumlin was hired. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Right. So he's been up for these jobs, um, head coaching jobs. And now, of course, it's with his age, it's kind of passed him by. I would have loved to see him get that opportunity, see what he could do. But man, to rest on the career he's had as an assistant coach at Arizona, at Texas, at Stanford, and now at Arizona again. Uh, and, you know, and he's gonna he's gonna add to it because you know they've got more pro quarterbacks coming up in a few years. Uh, no, they absolutely do. Let's do. We were going to talk about those, right? Here's the amazing thing: you, Ephesians Prysock. Granted, he ran into it. Travis Hunter is a different animal entirely. Mm-hmm. I mean, Travis Hunter is, with all due, in my opinion, and Tony can tell me if this is a hot take, and uh, Ben, you as well. Travis Hunter to me is the best player in this conference. Um, he is an all-conference receiver. He's one of the four best receivers in the conference. He's also probably the best defensive back. I don't know anybody else in the country that can do anything like that. So again, when he blows by Ephesians Prysock a couple times, that's just going to happen. But how many times, though, when Ephesians Prysock or Takario Davis got beat, did you see them, because of their length, be able to get back and at least you know, redirect the pass, hit the pass, Having two DBs out there, Ben, that are taller than me is a nice thing to have. <laughs> yeah, and not only their length, but their footing, too. I mean, as much as Hunter did kind of put the jets on and get going, I mean, you weren't seeing guys get burned, per se, like you would with maybe some of these other corners that we've seen. Maldonado even had a great play at the end of the game there on the defensive side. So got a number of different guys, and I think this is 
clearly the most talented group of corners we've seen here in quite a year. And I think on the defensive side, it's nice too, because it's no secret the turnaround we've seen and the pleasant surprise we've seen on the defensive side of the ball. And what does that mean long-term? Well, that means that maybe Johnny Nansen, you know, is not here maybe a year or so from now. So knowing that somebody like Akina is on the staff and just knowing that they put that attention to detail on the position, uh, position guys and the position coaches, I mean, they're in a really good spot. Um, in terms of best player in the conference, I, I think you can make that argument. I, I, I would go Caleb Williams personally, but I just think he's so different in what he does. And it's hard to compare, AG, because there's not honestly a player in college football that that plays and, and does the things that he does on both sides yeah. of the ball. And there hasn't been in forever. Champ Bailey is maybe the last one that I can really think of that played. Yeah, yeah but even then, he, didn't, even he, then right. he wasn't playing virtually every snap. Right. Uh, like like Hunter is. He's, it's really unprecedented. So if you want to make the case he's the best athlete, um, the best all-purpose player, um, yeah, you can certainly make that because there's nobody else like him. I mean, I thought there... I thought for most of today, there were like three Travis Hunters, one playing offense and like two playing corner, because no matter where Noah threw, he was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, he, he was. Yeah. It's like, can you throw the ball to somebody else who's not being covered by Travis Hunter? So like I said, there must have been two of them out there just on defense. All right, breaking news real quick. Arizona got a nice little commitment from high three-star, low four-star uh, uh, wide receiver uh, Tap Dylan Tapley out of Phoenix. Big okay. shout out to my guy Scott Schlittenhart right there. He broke it on. He broke it on some message boards. Scott, you're the man. We appreciate all of your sources that you put out there, buddy. And breaking news when you can. Thanks a ton. Tip of the cap. Salute emoji. All right, you, you expected that, right, Mike? I mean, that yeah. Was- yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, okay. uh, the, but I didn't bro- yeah, he broke. Scott broke it almost two months ago, so <laughs> I am going to give him full credit on that. Um, hey, Mike, you did say you were sorry to Gunner. I How did say it, Dennis Walsh. Dennis Walsh. Listen, there's two movements that are starting besides just the back the A movement that are in full swing. The my bad Pella movement and the my bad gunner movement. I deserve every round of ridicule I get for all of these because I look stupid right now, dumber than usual, but Gunner Maldonado, joking aside, has been a uh he's been a stalwart this last 4 or 5 weeks in the backfield and guys I rolled my eyes at Jed Fish. Um, I because every coach has their favorites. They they just do. I still think that if Jed Fish had his, uh, if nobody knew, I think he would start Jaden Delora. I, I do believe this. <laughs> um, but I never understood the Gunner Maldonado love. I get the Gunner Maldonado love right now. Uh, ben White, Anthony Jimino. Yeah, and I guess that's why Jed Fish is the coach and Mike Luke's not right. So. True. Yeah, I mean, look, all guys are going to struggle. I mean, you can think of a number of different examples, especially, you know, first half of the seasons, you know, especially on the defensive side. How many how many guys have we seen just I'm, I'm not saying on this defense, right? But, you know, outside of Maldonado, you just see a an improvement, right? And he's somebody who gradually over time, you know, you keep him out there, you trust him. And, and despite the mistakes he makes, he's able to get better and figure it out. And you know, in a weird way, it's almost good when we're not calling his name because, you know, he's doing his job. Right. right. Um, but tonight, you know, he, he stepped up and he made a pretty big pass uh, play there. I think it was third and long for Colorado it was really their last shot for Arizona to get the ball back and run the clock down. So he's he's definitely a guy who, you know, belongs on this defense. He's definitely one of the most important guys. And 
I just can't get over how loaded this DB field is, Mike. And not only that, Tony, there is, I mean, all these guys have kind of some next level feel to it. Some next level. Would it surprise you at all if Takario Davis is in the NFL or if Ephesians Prysock is in the NFL? Heck, Dalton Johnson. Yeah. These guys have some next level feel. These aren't the scrappy. Uh, I always get into trouble when I make those comparisons. You get what I'm saying, though, Tony. Yeah, yeah. It's um. We'll go back to one of those things that Arizona's fixed. Okay, we fixed the they can't hold up in the fourth quarter problem. We've, as as Ben mentioned, we fixed the uh, can't score in the red zone problem. Arizona's also fixed the uh, we can't tackle in the open field problem. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of uh, next level stats to back that up, but you can just see that with your eyes. Um, these guys. Tony, we have four eyes, both of us, right? Well, that there, Ben, Ben probably has contact. <laughs> that guy, what a loser, oh, wow. having contacts. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we can see that. They don't, uh, they, uh, for lack of a different word, they kind of swarm to the ball. Um, they bring people down when they should. There's not a lot of uh, extra, extra yards after contact for the other team. And I know we've, uh, we've argued about this via text, Mike. That you didn't like the uh, be very careful here. idea that this was a no-name defense. I don't like that. I think it's I think that's I think, garbage. I think, I think you're too young to realize that's a compliment. No, I know. I totally understand what it is, and don't don't bring it. Don't be Mister Ageism with me right now, Tony, oh, uh, because sure. you are now uh, you're going reverse ageism on me. All I'm saying is this, Jacob Manu. I will bet you a Italian cigar. Is that a thing? Is an Italian cigar a thing? Hmm. I don't know. I will t- oh, Tony's right. Italian. I will bet you that Jacob Manu is first team all Pac-12 defense. This year? Yes, this year. Okay. Ben, what say you? I say no. no um, is, Jacob, there's some good linebackers in this league, and I don't think the coaches will vote for him. Ben? Ben? I don't think, I, I don't think so. I will right. agree with Tony on this one. Two well, against one. Well, that means a that means an Italian cigar coming your way. If that is such a thing, <laughs> then I owe you two Italian cigars. Also, Tony, have I told you about Desert Financial Credit Union? Or you, Ben White? You have not. Okay. Here's the deal with Desert Financial Credit Union. They are about the community. They're about helping you, and they want to help you in the process. Check it out. DesertFinancial.com backslash 200. Okay. So here's the deal. You can join a credit union that is committed to giving back to the community and sharing success with members. When you open your free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Ben White, you make a lot of money in your uh, regular job. You might want to get in on Desert Financial Credit Union, my friend. I'm just saying. I'll make note of it. So so what you're saying, Mike, is I could do that, get that bonus, and then apply that to BetMGM and get another bonus? You could do that. Or, I mean, heck, or maybe you cash out after you make all that money at BetMGM, and you redirect it towards Empire. Empire flooring, my friends. Okay, I've seen Ben's floors. Ben's floors are fantastic. My floors are actually good as well. Tony, what kind of floors do you have? We've got uh, we've got about half of the house that's good, and half has some really old wow. carpet. Okay, well, that's I'm telling you, yeah. Empire is the best place to get new flooring, and of course, they have copycats. 
We all, we hate these copycats around here. So always go to Empire, schedule a free in-home estimate. All listeners can receive $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. How was that, my friends, for hitting about three reads in I, th- I think it was pretty good. That's a 10 out of 10 right there. Yes. Okay. Uh, bear da- bear 5-2-0 down. Well, let's talk about the linebackers. A man who may be the best linebacker in the Pac-12. I love it. Also, uh, you asked earlier, is a uh, is Justin Flo a bust? No. Justin Flo, to me, in my opinion, and you guys, obviously smarter than me, you tell me, he's a situational player. Mm. He's clearly limited in certain areas. He's not going to be able to be a real factor in the pass game. That's always going to be an issue for him. And he, um, you know, like what Arizona put him in is that QB spy, as Yogi Roth pointed out, he immediately got stuck behind Big Bill Norton, who hasn't in situations like that. But Ben, he's he's a situational guy. Doesn't mean he's a bust. He's useful, but he's a situational dude. Yeah, I mean, he's somebody who I think, you know, he can roam the backfield very well. But when it comes to an offense that you're facing today where you've got just such a dual threat in Sanders and you just got so many weapons that they can spread you out with and and Hunter as well, it's really hard to find a spot for him just based off the skill that he has right now. I'm not saying two years down the line, a year down the line, it's a little bit different. But tonight it was it was tough because Arizona's defense, they were an interesting spot because they did try the spy thing for a while, but what did that do? That took out another guy on the line. And as you saw, you're only able to get three. It was a little bit more of a zone coverage. And when that happened, flow just wasn't in the right spots at the right moments. And, you know, people were saying at the beginning of the season, why doesn't he play more? What's going on? I think this game really kind of shows you just realistically what you're working with out there. And it's not to say that he's not an effective player, but just from a scheming and fit standpoint, I thought tonight was just a, a really tough spot to use him in. And, and you saw it time after time when Arizona tried to spy uh, Sanders. It didn't work. It didn't work at all. Um, yeah, he was, Anthony, he, he's kind of uh, just born about 25 years too late uh, to, to play this style of football. He would have, you know, he could have been Sean Harris. When you were covering the uh, double Eagle flex, would have yeah. fit in very well right there. Yeah, he would have been Sean Harris. He could have been Brant Boyer. He could have been uh, Marcus Bell later in the 90s. Uh, in this kind of modern-day passing football where everybody's playing six, seven DBs at a time and you're going four wide all the time, it's not his style of game. So right. I know there were some people on uh, social media. It's like, well, why, why isn't Justin Flo rushing the passer? Why isn't he getting to Sanders? And why isn't he in the game? It's like, well – in obvious passing situations, he's not going to be in the game. If he's not in the game, he can't rush faster. When was yeah. the last time that Arizona had somebody like Big Bill Norton? Uh, Earl Mitchell, maybe. It's been a, there <laughs> I was mean, just, really. I maybe it's somebody more recent, but probably not. There were so many different times in this yeah. game where he got tackles for loss, or he. I mean, heck, the guy was even in there uh, uh, chasing players down from behind, getting uh, deflections. Big Bill Norton is a problem. Arizona needs to do whatever it takes. Uh, by the way, Lori Saldana, hello. Um, Big Bill Norton needs to get as many snaps as possible. Um, and he, we need to get him back. Don't care what it takes, the NIL, any of that. We need to get Big Bill Norton back. He is a linchpin, a leader of the front line, a leader of men on that defensive line, Ben White. He is a leader of men, and I liked how he got his hands up too. He had two deflected passes. Two deflected passes. That's my nuts. Friend. That's nuts. A guy, a guy that big, able to keep his feet planted and get his hands up and 
Yeah, I mean, he's spectacular. I mean, this is what happens when you bring in an SEC caliber type lineman. Even if he's not the first guy at Georgia, we will happily take him. And I think he's really been the foundation. Upshaw has been great, too. Granted, tonight he did struggle in spots. Um, but I think he's really been the foundation for what this defensive line wants to look like and what's going to look like moving forward. And I hope that we can keep him back. And I hope that Arizona takes this as an opportunity to get more guys like him uh, moving forward. I think in the transfer portal and NIL with the way things are, makes it obviously a lot easier. And Jed Fish has literally rebuilt one of the worst defenses in college football to a pretty damn respectable defense in, in less than 10 months here, as, as you've seen. So hopefully it's uh, a, a sign of good things to come. But at the same time, as an Arizona fan, we've got to get used to having better players around here. And if we lose good players to the NFL or we good, lose good players to you know other better that's a, opportunities, that's it's just going to happen. Thing. But it's a, it's good, a good thing. thing. Right. We always, John, our good friend John Schuster, what does that guy know? He always says that Arizona football is the place where coaches go to die. Think about it. Dick Tomey, I know he went to San Jose State, but this was essentially his last run. John Makovic certainly didn't get another run. Mike Stoops is still living with his brother. Uh, Rich Rod is at Jackson State. Kevin Sumlin, we know what Kevin Sumlin's up to. So this has not been a spot where, you know, coaches have come to thrive. So when people are talking about, oh, well, you know, what if we lose Jed Fish? That's, again, you don't want to lose Jed Fish. That's not what I'm saying. But that's a good thing, Tony. There's, I mean, the last coach to voluntarily leave was Larry Smith. Yeah. Now, Dick told me could have. He could have. Multiple times. He could times. have gone to Miami He after it, 92. He could have jumped to Washington on a couple of occasions. But he didn't. Uh, but other than that, everybody else is uh, asked nicely to leave or not so nicely to leave in, the, in some cases. So, yeah, that argument has some point where, uh, you know, if 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 we're talking Jed Fish now, if Arizona has some continued success, he's going to get interest. He's going to get offers. More money is going to be thrown his way. What is he going to do? I don't know. What does he want to do? I don't know. I mean, he whether he sees this as a destination, something he wants to follow through with, if he wants to be super picky, um, you know, he might get offers after this year. Right. If he stays for another year, he might get even better offers. And sometimes not taking the job is the best move a coach can make. But that's all good. That's a good thing because yeah, that means it's all good. If nobody's talking to your coach, it means nobody. Right. You're not having a good year. Two, two things, okay. Tony Jones, we're going to get to AJ Jones. We saw him come, oh, yeah. come in and perform admirably. Tony Jones, if you're on Twitter, if you're not, you should be on Twitter because we talk about AJ Jones and the receiving core. Tony Jones, get on Twitter. Tony Jones has also informed us that the Kia Boys. Have we talked about the Kia Boys, Anthony Jamino? I've heard you talk about the Kia Boys. Okay. Kia Boys are also in Atlanta. That's how uh, venomous this movement is. Tony Jones, get on Twitter, though, if you're not. Also, I get this I actually had somebody seriously ask me this question a couple weeks ago. I never thought I would be asked this, and I would assume this is a joke. <laughs> Robert Gustafson, Mike, are you related <laughs> to Speedy? To my knowledge, I am not related to Speedy. Yes, we have similar physical dimensions, but that is where the uh, – I think that is where the comparisons end, my friends. I think that's where the comparisons end. Okay, now it is time for the Desert Financial Credit Union by the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, America's or Arizona's number one credit union by Forbes. Pretty even Stephen game. Um, you know, overall, uh, Arizona, though, 
I'll mm. just put it. I'll put it to you like this, uh, guys. I think if Arizona plays this team ten times, I think Arizona wins s- seven of these times. What say you, my friends? Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think too, when you look at you know the difference in the by the numbers tonight, I mean, look at those rush yards two oh seven. I know it's not as many as we've seen around here in the past, but you know, Coleman really 11 carries 179 yards. And when Arizona realized that they needed to just put their head down and say, screw it, we need to run the ball consistently. Good things happened. And it opened up place for the offense when the offense was dreadful for most of that game. And you were able to get things going there. Uh, AG. Yeah. The uh, time of possession on that graphic didn't quite add up. So, um, Arizona it, did. it felt like there was about six minutes missing. Jacob Franklin, we yeah. blame you and your ASU education, my friend. It's, it's certainly not Desert Financial's fault, but right. Jacob, no, no, it's, maybe. It's Jacob Franklin's. But, um, I mean, Arizona's done a really good job on yeah. time of possession. I tried adding Jacob right now. Uh, okay. Ah, yeah. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. So, it, it was closer than it appeared. Arizona had like a little over 28 minutes there. Um, for, for a lot of this game, if you were doing the math, you were like, extrapolating Colorado is going to have 500 yards of offense. Right. They only ended up with 352. And again, they kind of shut him down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and Sanders is great. Sanders is really, really, I mean, that's a starting he, NFL yeah. quarterback. That right dude there. is really, really good. And you know, he's probably like at 30% health. Right. And he just battles. He does, he's got three interceptions for the year. And his D he, and he might, didn't really put anything in peril today um great with his feet i mean i've obviously seen him before tonight but super impressed just watching watching what he did today uh, shadur sanders let's talk about him for a minute because he does deserve some love uh shadur sanders is a that, yeah, that's a, that's what a starting nfl quarterback looks like when when they're in college he might throw the nicest deep ball in mm. all of college football. Yeah. His the way that he uh, that touchdown pass that he had in the end zone. Again, that that looks like Andrew Luck right there. Uh, that was that was some impressive stuff, and you don't see that very often. He's big time. There's no other way to put it. He's a big time football player, and yeah. he's and he's so calculated too. Like I mean, people talk about dual threat quarterbacks. You know, oh, all he does is run or. Etc. He's he's just talented. I mean, he can make it happen on both sides. I thought that touchdown pass to Horn was spectacular. And even with the worst offensive line in in what is appears to be all of college football, he still finds ways to make plays and keep you in games. And you know, when it comes to the NFL, we know that the best guys, despite whatever they're given, you know, they translate and they figure it out. Look at somebody like Joe Burrow. I'm not comparing the two by any shape or oh, form, I think you but, are. but Burrow is special yeah. too. He had the worst offensive line, one of the worst rosters in football with the Bengals a, a year later, they're in the Super Bowl. So I think he's definitely a difference maker. Um, he's somebody, Mike, that, you know, when you put on the field, I don't care if you have a, a bunch of high school players paired up with that guy and you're playing D1 college football, he's still a guy you got to keep an eye out for. All right, time for Tony's takes. I was working on this all game right here. Here's how we're going to do Tony's takes, my friends. I'm I'm going to put out a Mike Luke take, and we are going to get from Tony Cimino if this is a hot take or something that Tony would agree with, which is a Tony's take. Understand the parameters are clear, my friends. Fine. Yeah, great. Bring, Bring on the game show. Let's do it. Okay. Jonah Coleman is the second best running back at the U of A since Trung Candidate. Tony's takes or a hot take? Hmm. 
Okay. Um, does the whole career matter? Just who you would want for just who you want for a game. If you want to say Clarence Farmer, go okay. ahead. You're good. Well, what if I want to say Kadeem Carey? Well, I said, notice how I said the second best. Okay. Well, what if I say the third best? Well, who's the second best then? So then it would not be what a hot if, take. It would what be if a I want Kadeem. I, what if I want Kadeem and Clarence just for one game? Okay. Then that's fine. Then that's a, uh, then that is a hot take and not a Tony's take from me. Okay. But it's really close, Mike. So is it? So you're the ultimate arbitrator. It's really here. close. You're the ultimate. This is going to be a very fun no, segment. It's, no, it's just a hot take. Just a hot take. I'm not saying that. You're saying that. Okay. I'm saying. You're saying it's a hot take. It's I'm not a Tony's take. Ain't bad. Okay. Now, what about like, what about like Nick Wilson as a freshman? He was yeah. really good. Yeah, but but he wasn't. He didn't. He yes, he was very good, but he didn't abuse people like this. No. No, I, I'm, I'm not putting it was for like 1600 yards of the freshman. No, he didn't. Um, it was like oh. more like 1100, but, uh, <laughs> if you want, that's a Mike Luke move right there. Just exaggerate it by 500, but say it with confidence. All right. Well, we don't know. We'll have to look it up. Okay. So this is a, to- this is a, uh, this is a hot take, not a Tony's take. Right. Okay. This is the best Arizona football team since 1998. Hot take or Tony's take. True. Ben White. I'm, one I'm signing one. off. On that one, one for, yeah. Okay, we've got two more Tony's takes, my friend. Two more Tony's takes. There are more than th- on this current roster. There are more than a dozen players that will play in the NFL. Hot take, Tony's take. Oh, that's absolutely true. Wow! Wow! I'm impressed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say twenty, and then I'm like twenty, Mike. I don't know about twenty, but <laughs> you're just telling me a dozen. Oh, well, I, keep I, was ex- I was expecting like nah, no nine or 10. We don't even know. have a dozen players in the NFL, Tony. <laughs> right. <laughs> but All right. Yeah, over what? Over. Yeah. I get over the next uh, three or four years. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Here's how I Fun. thought. Here's what I thought Anthony was going to say. I thought Anthony was going to say, well, Mike, you're getting far ahead of yourself at this point. This is grossly irresponsible. No, I will I've not heard be you... part of a, uh, this kind of a conversation. Mike, I've heard you say like 20 before. <laughs> Okay, 15 oh, over way, under. Nick Wilson, 1,375 yards. So we'll have to split the not difference. Not 1,500, there, right? my friend. Not 1,500. It's also not 1,100. So it's like right in the middle. Uh, either way, who cares? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to really talk about it. Noah Fafita. Uh huh. Noah Fafita will leave Arizona as the best college quarterback in U of A history. Hot take, Tony's take. <laughs> And then Ben White, I want you to get in here as well. Yeah, um, I'm not ready for that one. We'll okay, have to that with a Mike Luke hot take. That's a Mike Luke hot take. Yeah. I agree with it. Ben White, do you want to be part? Which side do you want to be on here? The the keyword is history, and because you included that in there, I can't get behind it. So no. Why? Who 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 do you think is going to be clearly better than uh, Noah Fafita with your vast memory of U of A football that you've watched for the last thirty years, Ben White? Okay, are we are we talking about the last thirty years or the future as well? I'm. Well, no, I'm just saying when Noah Favita yeah, leaves here, he leaves. when he leaves, he's going he to be remembered as the best quarterback in U of A football history. You know what? I'm going to say yes, then. Yes. Yes. Take that, Tony. Um, okay. Let's see. Let's see here. OC Bodybuilders, uh, my my old name. I lean towards <laughs> the Rich Rod 2014 over this team. The reason I don't, and I think that's a fair, that, that's obviously no, a that's, fair one. That's the, that's the other team you'd go to. 
That, yeah. That's the one you have to compare it to. But that didn't feel th- that team didn't feel. I, and again, this is weird saying this. This team feels like it's just got a lot more talent across the board. How many guys from that team? And this would be my question. And again, or and this is not a rhetorical question. Uh, how many guys from 2014, without looking, would surely start on this team? Obviously, Scooby. Um, Running backs. Is. Is uh, uh, is Nick Wilson, Wilson who rushed for thirteen hundred and seventy five yeah. yards? But I'm still taking Jonah Coleman. Fair. Okay. Um, and Tremaine Bondurant for sure. He's back there. Love Tremaine Bondurant. Well, he'd have as he'd have as many turnovers caused as the whole Ari- current Arizona team. Tremaine Bondurant for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's about we're, it. We're starting. I'm guessing there might be somebody on the offensive oh. line. Maybe. Well, um, uh, I don't know. Actually, one of who was uh, who was the receivers? Caleb Jones was he on that Caleb team? Griffey, Austin, Griffey Caleb, was right. Trey Griffey. Yeah. Yeah. One of those could be the third receiver. But that's what we're talking about. We, right. This is a that's that's why I go with this team, and that's why I think this is a Tony's well, take. We can all get behind that team. Had obviously had Scooby, which made Scooby and Bondurant made the defense great. Shaq Richardson, uh, Brian defense, Gilmore. This defense overall is a much better defense. Agreed. Does Shaq Richardson start? Somewhere. We'll find a spot for him. Okay. Will pa- oh, Will Parks would start. I agree with this. Okay. okay. Yeah, OC body, but Will Parks would definitely start. Agreed. Uh, my bad gutter movement would have to take a back seat because <laughs> gunner is going. Will Parks would start at safety. Uh, Pettinato would start on the D line. Yeah, see who else. I don't, know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I mean, back in 2014, remember how excited we were that um, Arizona was going to have this backfield of Anu Solomon and Nick Wilson for the next three years. Yeah. And they were never as good as they were in 2014 as freshmen. By the way, Dirty Dancer with the best line of the night so far. Tony is losing Tony's takes. <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say right there, but I do like that. I like that a. Uh, I like that a great deal. Okay, now let's get. A, let's talk a little bit moving forward, my friend. Oh, David Douglas is not starting for this team. Stop. And I like David Douglas. He's not starting. Scooby's better than Ma- uh, Jacob Manu. I will. <laughs> when you win the Outland Trophy Award, uh, you're you're going to be better than Jacob Manu, in my opinion. All right. But again, you need to go get this shirt right here. Look at t- look at Anthony Jamino. Look at Ben White. Cool people, men of substance, men of honor. Go there and get this shirt at gophnx.com. It's the new release, BTFD. Tony even messaged me, and he said that he wanted to get that shirt. And Anthony never messages me. I'm always the one that messages him many times that are unreturned. Anthony messaged me this out of the clear blue. So, again, check it out. And I think most people can understand where this is coming from. Uh, I I don't know why. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I totally get it why uh, he wouldn't answer Mike's text. Yeah, totally. You're just following my You know what, Mike? I did text you last night. I said, I need this shirt. Mm -hmm. You know what else? You know what else? You know what? I didn't even ask for it. I didn't even ask for a little uh, contractor discount. I ordered one last night. You ordered it? I ordered it. By the way, I guess for you to say, oh, no, I'll get you one when I go to Phoenix. No, I ordered one. By the way, look what's coming back, Ben. I didn't even notice this until just now. The beard. Tony's oh, growing the beard out again. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bring the red the red oh. uh, the red beast back here at some point. We will. Also, 
Something I don't need to bring up, though, is Gila River Resorts and Casinos. I am going to bring it up, though. Okay, here's the deal. You want to live like a star. You want to live a place where you could get Italian cigars or things of that nature. Go to Gila Rivers Resorts and Casino. You'll be high-rolling, fine-dining, lounging, poolside, living large at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit or visit play at Gila.com for more details, my friends, more details. All right, you got two more games left in the regular season. You've got Nick Grigsby is not better than these backs. Nick Grigsby, no. I like Nick Very Grigsby. Nice, but no. He's like Keone Antolin. He, he was better than Keola, but... Or Keola, sorry. I always say Keone Antolin. But um, you got Utah, you got ASU. If you get Utah, you start – if you beat Utah somehow – by the way, well, hey, what's the score in that game? Do we have that we score? We got 35-28 Washington end of third quarter. All right. I want Utah to win this game. But if Arizona were to beat Utah, you go into that ASU game, you start – looking at your ranking and saying, man, we could maybe move our way up into the low teens or the high teens, mm-hmm. whichever one that would be 13, 14. This could be a big game for the wildcats right here. We need to sell out Anthony, Ben, how do you see this game unfolding? My friends, how do you see it unfolding? Well, for the first time in a long time, we know Arizona can match Utah's physicality, which is, which has been their superior card against the wildcats for Many years now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really, really like Utah. I haven't been able to watch the Utah-Washington game. Let's wrap it up so I can watch the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but This guy they, enters late, <laughs> wants to leave early. <laughs> they just do against everything one on right. That one. But, yeah, sure. um, yeah I, that certainly it's not a game that's out of reach for Arizona. They'll have to play better than they did against Colorado, but it's going to be home, the last home game. Uh, it should be a great crowd. Should be hopefully a day game. I'm sure Jed will say something about that this week. Um, can you also say one thing that you said to me? And this was another, and again, we'll, we'll get you out of here really quickly, Tony, but can you, can you also, uh, the thing about Noah Fafita, I think is a very, very good point. Announce him the starter market him. Oh my God. If, if, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, it's, it's not a serious debate anymore. That, oh, no, maybe Jed's going to start Jaden Delora <laughs> on Saturday. But, and I get it, coaches over through the years haven't wanted to single out a particular player. Um, but now we're like, we're in a different era. We're in the NIL era. Um, the, Sell the band. The whole fan base wants to see more Noah Fafita. They want to get behind. They want to root for Noah Fafita. So if Jed just came out and said, man, this this kid's amazing. He's our guy. We're going to back him a thousand percent. And it's his job until he wants to, to leave. All right. I'm more excited to go. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of that a few weeks ago, if he had done that when he was complaining about, oh, there's not enough people at Arizona Stadium. Well, yeah, they want to come and see Noah. Tell them they're going to go see Noah if they if they go to the game. And put him out there in the community. He's a well-spoken kid. He's a good kid. Everybody likes him. This is somebody that we can uh, – I use this term way too much, and I'm going to continue to use it way too much. But, Ben, a leader of men. Yeah, I was about to say, is this somebody who's a leader of men? No, I, I think that's spot on with, with AG. And I, I thought the same exact thing a few weeks ago. If you're going to complain about the fans, if you're going to complain about the crowd, you've got to set the clear expectation that this guy is the future. 
And I don't know if he's going to say it. I, I doubt it at this point, unfortunately, but just say it, man. Come on, man. Just say it. I mean, we, 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 we all are watching. We know what's happening. It's the last home game of the season. You want to have momentum riding into that ASU game and, and the bowl game as well. So he's somebody who's special. He's somebody who's going to be, you know, is here as long as he wants to be, as long as he stays healthy and continues to play at this level. Um, it's a really special thing. And, you know, I, I know the circumstances are a little bit different. JDL got injured and there was definitely some conflict there at the beginning of the season as to who should be the quarterback with the way we played in those first. Then I did say before the season that I would start. Uh, you did. Fita. And that's where I'm going there to give you a little credit on that one. But point being, it doesn't matter how you got there. It just matters that you got there. And we're here with Noah Fafita. You know what? And we're also here with wink, a drink with a wink of THC. Do you guys get it? Believe it or not, I do. Yeah. Of, so, <laughs> it's good. All right. Available in either 2.5 milligrams or 5 milligram cans. You can find Wink right here in Arizona, right here. Look for Wink at all Sunday goods dispensaries in the Valley and Botanica Dispensary in Tucson. You can also save money online by going to drinkwink.com and use promo code PHNX for 20% uh, percent off. Get it on this shirt. Go to gophnx.com and we only got 16 tickets left for the uh, takeover uh, in the Valley, right? Uh, again, good stuff. Arizona, mm -hmm. ASU, my friends. Tony might, uh, well, I don't know if Tony's going to go, but again, we only get limited prices right here. Check it out. Good deals. You'll want this. The official PHNX takeover, best in the city, Saturday, November 25th. All right. On this note, though, um, it is an awesome time to back the A. Tony, can I get a back the A from you? No. You can't. Why? <laughs> not going to happen. Why would not happen? Because I'm covering the team, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a little old school there. All right, Bruce Pasco. By the way, I got a lot of good pictures of Bruce at Cameron yeah. Indoor Stadium. Uh, but I, I, will, um, I will tweet you a picture of the shirt when it arrives. Okay. Like, there we well, go. What's so as you're getting? So if you're wearing that shirt, then you're obviously advocating for Arizona, but you also would not wear a uh, well, also, cool shirt. <laughs> yeah, but it's also but it's it's clearly putting an image out there, though. Just say it once. Come on. Nope. I'm not going to give up. Nope. nope. You're going to clip it and you're going to tweet it every day for the next five <laughs> years. I don't. Uh, yes, because that that's is, the way your mind works, right? That is true. Was you by the way, that. was it more quiet? Uh, I heard that it was very quiet in the press box this past it was very nice. day. It was very nice. Oh, Are you going Saturday? Oh, <laughs> duh. I'm going to be there. I can't. Uh, oh, AZ Cats G. Uh, AG, get it? Uh, Mike, we need a victory wrap of Mom's Spaghetti. Fair enough. His palms are sweaty from Mom's Spaghetti. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's Spaghetti. He's nervous and ready, but when he looks, he sees Mom's Spaghetti. I can keep going, but Tony's got to get off Mom's Spaghetti. All AG, right. do you know who that is? I have no idea. It is Eminem, my friends. Eminem. Have you heard of Eminem? I have. Okay. I've not heard of this though. No, it's very good. Mom's <laughs> spaghetti. Google it sometime. It's very, it's viral. Oh. All right. I'm a very good rapper as we all know. All right. Mike, uh, Patrick Stark, my guy, Mike Luke for president. Appreciate you back. Of the what? A. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know the back the a movement. I have. Yes. Uh, there you go. I, and I get you to say that I am president of the back. I, the a movement. I back Mike Luke for that particular movement. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. David Stith, I will back the or light the A up on that note. All right. For Tony Gimino, the great Tony Gimino, Tony Cigars, we got a big bet, or uh, Italian Cigars, we got a big bet going on that. Ben White, the man, the voice of reason. I am the, 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, the tolerable irritant, as somebody put it <laughs> the other day. Huh. Mike Luke. I actually kind of like that. Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, I'll, a.k.a. Keck. All right, we're going to be back with you. No better time to back the A, my friends. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats postgame.